Hey girl, if you have a messy bun, leggings on, and you've reheated your coffee three times today, and your to-do list is longer than you can even imagine, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Stacey Crown. I'm a mom of three, a passionate faith-based life and business coach, running after toddlers, picking and dropping kids off at school and practice, and I've probably forgot to switch the laundry again. Needless to say, I am in the thick of it with you, sister. Some episodes will be all about mom life and some are going to be about digging deeper in your faith. Some are going to be business related, but all episodes will make you feel a little more normal and a lot less alone in this juggle that we call life. I want to remind you that you're so loved, you are so worthy, and that you're more than enough. Let's jump in. Hey, sweet friends. Welcome back to the She Is Called podcast. I'm so excited because I'm not here alone today. I actually have a very, very sweet friend, Emily Jacobs, who is an author. She's a speaker. She's a nurse and a founder of Empowered Moms, which is a community where we raise the bar for mothers who know that they are worthy of more to overcome fear and guilt and to break cycles and pursue dreams beyond motherhood. And I'm so excited that she's here. She actually has an event that she's planning and putting all this hard work into that I actually am going to be a speaker of, um, or at, I should say, one of the beautiful speakers who get to speak at this event, October 22nd. So we'll touch on that later, but I really would just love to open up the floor and have you introduce yourself and tell us how you got to where you are. Oh my gosh. I love the loaded question and I, I'm going to like downsize it just for the sake of like anyone wants to get to know me more, please reach out. Um, I spent 20 years in healthcare as a nurse. That was like, I grew up wanting to be a nurse. I grew up wanting to be a lot of things, but a nurse was one of them. And, um, and it was awesome until it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the best way I can say it is that, is that there was just so much that was out of alignment with me towards the end of my 20 year career that, um, that I had to step out. And, and the thing is, I, I actually think that there was parts there was parts of me that still really wanted to help. And it was so hard because when you're so in love with something, um, but you know that things aren't serving you, and then you're not showing up as the best version of yourself. Right. And then it, was, it affects everywhere in your life. So I took the scary risk of um, literally resigning. And I had always fallen in love with, um, like, I guess, empathy and coaching and helping people. That was actually my favorite part of nursing. I used to be like in the critical care setting. And I, when I could really get to know the people was when that, like that lit me up. So anyway, most of it is nursing. I started, um, empowered moms this year, 2023. And like you said, I mean, it's, it is, it's a community where we raise the bar, but really where that came from was I was 38 when I had my first child. So geriatric is what they say. I'm not even making that awful. I think it's even earlier now, like 36 or something. It's hysterical. And I was like, you can call me whatever, whatever, you can call me whatever you want. I'm having this, this baby's coming out. And it was just so funny. But anyway, I didn't care. I was felt blessed. I was like, oh my gosh, I have dreamed this my whole life. And when my daughter was born, um, it wasn't the sunshine and roses that I hoped for. Not that it was any, anyone's fault. Actually, it was probably my fault. I treated everything like an emergency, like a, like a ICU nurse, like a critical yeah. care nurse. I was like, she's crying. Like I literally experience. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. And we lived out of state, so didn't have a lot of that family and support and all that. And I had to find it. And so when I finally found that support, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like more women need something like that. Now that was new into motherhood, but also into, I didn't know if I want to return back to that old career, the other career. Now I did return back for a few years because I didn't have any clarity on the next steps, 
But it was all of it was a little bit scary. And I just realized that after motherhood, do I say goodbye to these versions of myself? Like the ones I really liked though, the ones that dreamed and dreamed big and wanted to help like a million people in this world. Mm -hmm. Do I let go of that for motherhood or is it going to be possible? Because I didn't have that answer when she was born. In fact, I got the, it sounds like you're ungrateful or sounds like, you know, this isn't good enough. You waited your whole life for this. And now what's, it's, what's the next on your checkbox. And I'm like, it's not what this is. I can't describe that feeling inside. I know, Stacey, you know this. Uh, in the community that we it's talk It's like to, when you've accomplished everything that you've set out to accomplish, yes. but you feel empty. And when everybody else is looking at you like, oh my God, you finally made it. You're like, well, what? I don't, I, this isn't enough. Like, or it's not enough or it's not fulfilling. And it doesn't feel like I'm living in my purpose. Because I've also had a very similar experience of working really hard, getting the places, doing the things, climbing the ladders, like getting all the recognition and feeling empty. Yes. And and I think like that's the point, though. And then like if we're going to summarize this whole talk at the beginning, which we'll dive deeper, it's when something is in a when your heart's getting pulled somewhere and we are not going there, then we're staying stuck in, in that like comfortable discomfort. Yeah. Right? And it's so like, it's you know, it. something needs to change, but you're not ready to like take a step out. And so you're sitting in this comfort and you're just wondering like, is this all that ever life's going to be like, it's yeah. A lot of women I think are sitting in that either in motherhood or with like the last podcast, it's all about honoring your seasons. Like I'm in a new season of motherhood and it can feel stuck whatever season that you're in that infancy and toddler stage is so hard. You feel like it's never going to end. And I'm out of that right now. And it feels like, oh, I can finally breathe again. You know, um, obviously bigger kids, bigger problems, but I think women get stuck in that in motherhood and in their career. But I mean, hopefully Emily and I are both versions of people who you can relate to who have taken the necessary steps out, even if it was really scary and we're going to talk about community and support and all the people who helped us get to where we needed to be. But it's like, we hope that if anything you take away from this podcast, that if we can do it, that you can too do it too. Stacey's a hundred percent right. That's what I didn't believe in. I actually would watch other people at first. I'm like, Oh, well they're doing it. And they're just going to no, do it. How nice. <laughs> yes. You judge, yeah. you critique. And I know people are out there are judging me and critiquing me and I'm okay with that. Cause I did that too. And that just means Yes. That I'm, I'm, I'm doing it the right way for me. And, right. and that's all that really matters is that you really do like have to kind of let go of the what would people think, right? Which most of us do care. Let's just be honest. But yeah. at what cost do you care? But you know what I find in that too is that like everyone who's sitting in the like, what, what are they going to think of me? The people that you're surrounding yourself are thinking the same thing and they're not even focused on you. No. But when you get around other women who are going places and who are clapping for you and cheering you on, which is why I love like the refresh event that I have coming up in the retreat. It's like being in the room with people that get you that like, they don't do the same thing as you, but like that you can feel comfortable sharing. Like I kind of want to do this and they're not going to be like, why would you even say that? You know what I mean? It's like those kinds of people are my people. And that, and I, and I think I finally found, I finally found that like, oh, there's a lot of people out there like that. I thought we were like the, you know, just like the 1% of like, minority. Yes. right. <laughs> no, it's growing. And it's so I agree. fun. Like, I don't even know how to describe how much fun it is to find the people. Like I don't have good days all the time, all the time. I mean, gosh, yeah. we were just talking about this five seconds before this podcast. I'm like, today's a little bit of a crash. Yeah. I mean, you know what? But we're here. And like, this is the fun part 
is getting yeah. to share those experiences with you. Yeah. Is that, and I, I know do. that like my whole day will shift after this because I'll feel so full. And hopefully the people listening in the airwaves, AirPods, doing the dishes, folding the laundry on the other side of this, you know, as you guys are listening to this, you clicked play, you showed up, you're pouring into yourself. You should be so proud of yourself. And hopefully you feel just as filled as we do recording this because that's really, that's the point, right? Is to show up anyway, even when you don't feel like it. So, Okay. We know that you're unhappy in your nursing job and not unhappy in motherhood, but just challenges, those new challenges that came. So let's go into the point where like you knew you needed to make a shift and you did. Who was there to support you? How did you know the necessary things that you needed to do? Like when you went to go resign, were you just like butt pucker, like shit and bricks? Or were you like, I'm doing this. I know what's next. Uh, no, sorry. I was choking. <laughs> um, no, we're good now. That was so funny. <clears throat> no, I had no clue. It was like the first time in my life that I just finally like had that trust and that faith that I would be okay. <clears throat> sorry. I'm still like co- choking on something. Um, take all the time you need. I can edit. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Um, no, so I had no, I really had no clue and plan for the first time in my life. Like I am such a planner Mm -hmm. and here's the thing. I had been through some hard stuff before and came out on the other side. So I just thought to myself, okay, God, there's There's gotta gotta be, yeah, there's gotta be a plan here. And and you, you don't want me to go through this anxiety and panic Mm -hmm. every single day at work because you and I both know this isn't serving me. Mm -hmm. I'm just too scared to take the leap. And honest to God, like like literally no pun intended. I was just like are you for real? Like I'm supposed to walk out the door. I mean, you know, with the plan of like two weeks notice or whatever. Yeah. And just the thought of it excited me. Yeah. Just the thought of it was like, holy crap. What if I did that? Now here's the thing. Like my husband and I are a really good team and partners and we bring in the income for our, that our family needs. So for me to walk away from a six figure corporate healthcare job was scary mm-hmm. because I'm like, uh, and all I cared about at the time, how will I replace my income? Right. Which is not an uncommon fear. You know what I mean? Like I think so many women um, sit in that safety, right? It's safe to stay at my nine to five or it's safe to stay in my unhappiness. It's safe to stay. And like, I very well could have stayed in a lot of different spaces in the teaching. I'm a former educator. And then with like climbing the ranks of MLM, like I could have stayed there and done what I needed Mm -hmm. to do but it wasn't fulfilling anymore. And I, I know that scary feeling of like, okay, because my husband literally like his words, I remember sitting in this exact spot and he was sitting, standing right there. And I was like, I just resigned. And he's like, why would you do that? I knew if I had the conversation with him because I knew he'd talk me out of it, but I was like, because God said so. Like I, I woke up this morning and I said, I heard, go trust me. And I know that it's, I'm putting my faith in that it's God and, and that he's on the other side of it. And he looked at me and he's like, you can't just trust God and like forfeit your payment. Cause like, it was like when I resigned, I didn't get paid that next month. And I was like, no, I'm going to hustle somewhere else. I'm going to do what I have to do. I was like, trust me. I'm like, I'm trusting God and I need you to trust me that everything's going to work out. And I can confidently say that I'm, you know, probably 14 months, 15 months out of that. And it's like, we are living in like complete abundance. You know what I mean? Like it's not even about the income. It's about the impact. And that is what I wanted to live. I wanted to live for the impact because I have lived for income, right? Like safety would feel good for me. 
I was like, I kind of got to want to get risky. You know what I mean? Like, like that for me, I was, I don't want to live for income anymore. I want to live for impact. And I think and it's, it's interesting a- because I just met Stacy a few months ago. I had no clue. She's, I'm going to say only been doing it that yeah. long. She probably had no idea. I've only been doing it a year or so. The thing yeah. is, is that what I try to tell people is that so much can happen in one year. In one year from now, if you could just say perfect world scenario, dream world, I do this every, I do this every single year, dream world scenario. What do I want to report back next year, 12 months from now? And I'm going to, I write the, I write the letter to myself. Wow, Emily, you did it. Um, It was a hard year and you did this and you did that. Or basically you did the things you said you were going to do. And they're like sitting there right there on my vision board. You guys was so crazy about vision boards. I just put this out there. Yeah. I put it in my view. It's there every single day. And I look at it and I'm like, there are times there's things on there are lacking. Like I have pictures of my kids hugging my kids. I'm like, oh yeah, haven't, I got to get, I got to get back to them today. Like it's on my vision board. I have coffee dates with my husband. It's, there's a little picture of us having coffee. And so I'm like, right, get downstairs in the morning to have cut. Like this is on your vision board. I also have other things on there. You know, my book, my speaking, my engagements, uh, you know, all these things that I'm working on. But when I look at that, I start to make it happen because I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to work on today? That's part of that. That is all I did. All I did a year ago, I had zero plan. So two years ago, I resigned. Uh, There's a fill in year that we can talk about another time. But last year, I had no plan. Like literally September, I want to say with August 1st, 2022, did not have a plan. I joined. So how did you figure it out? Yeah. Okay. Well, and I think you know this, when I finally realized that I could and that the mentors before me showed me it's possible because they did it. That's all they said. They said, I'm no more important or special or, or better than you. I just did the action steps and I'm here to teach you them. That is 100% it. I watched them. I judged them. I envied them. I was like, who are they to do that? Look at me. I'm X, Y, and Z credentialed here, here, and here. And they've got nothing. None of that mattered. All that mattered was that I believed in myself. I hit the scary send button when it was either asking for a mentor, asking for looking at a program. That's all it was. It was me staying up to 1159 on the last day of a registration, knowing full well that that was the right thing to do. I'm not even joking. I remember getting into bed being like, it's 1150. There's still nine minutes. I could do it. I mean, I just, I like literally waited to see if it was like actually gonna, you know, go through. And then it was like the holy crap moment. And then it was the excitement. Like then it was the excitement of you to be like, I'm doing it. Oh my God. I like wanted to throw up at first. I'm like, who, because it was nothing to do with the money. Money is usually the issue for me. I I dealt with like the money mindset stuff too. And I still am. It was more the, if I hit send, that means I know I'm going to put the effort in and I'm going to do the work because I won't fail. Well, and that's one thing that I don't know if anybody had seen the reel that I put out. I said the three things that people don't, the three things that hold people back from investing is one, having the conversation with your spouse and being like, I kind of want to invest in myself. Like no matter if it's a health program or a mindset or like whatever, whatever it is, a new car, like whatever it is. They don't want to have the conversation or they're afraid of the rejection that their husband's going to be like, no, we can't do it, right? The second one, I can't remember the second one, but the third one, I got to open the reel. But the third one is that women 
are so scared of their own potential that what if I invest in myself and I actually don't recognize myself in a year from now? And we're afraid of the people who aren't going to recognize us. And I'll be honest with you, you know, God had to have some people exit out of my life that were toxic, that weren't supportive of me, who, um, and like, I don't miss those friendships because I can tell you 100%, he has replaced those people in my life with women who it's, it's God-centered women who are just incredible, incredible people who are there to support me, encourage me, love me, and root me on. And it's like, I, that he knew what I needed in that season. So let's chat. Let's, let's veer for a minute. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about your investment and like why that's so important, but I also want you to touch on the base of like why surrounding yourself mm-hmm. and why, why you, why your circle matters. Because I think that so many people deal with that, you know? Yeah. It's funny. I just, I just got off a call with my community, um, with empowered moms and we literally just talked about this, but I think it's important. Right. And we have all, you and I have different communities too. And it's like, most of us create things that we need the most. And I don't know if this is you, but like, I, there was a, there was a gap. And especially for me, like after motherhood, I'm like, I don't feel like nobody understands me and nobody gets me. Well, the more that we use our voice and our words, right? The more you start finding those people, the more that the other people start exiting your life. So you're right, because it's, it's not, or not even exiting. It's just different. You can totally have friends that are just in a different field. I do. Um, not feel. I actually had people like, um, you know, once I resigned from where I was and stuff, it was like, they straight up like blocked me, like wanted nothing to do with me. And because people don't leave MLM, um, to serve themselves, they leave MLM to join a different MLM and people get pissed off, right? Like, that's just like the way that it goes. Um, I obviously was not doing that. I was like, I'm going to build a business that serves me and my passions, but also serves women um, and helps them step out and step into and into their calling. And so a lot of people didn't understand that. I think my dog needs to go outside just a second, but keep talking. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, so the circles, I mean, honestly, it's when, what Stacey's talking about, when you're surrounding yourselves with people, I don't want to just say that people are like similar, but like a like-minded, they get you. Um, it, it is easier to find that support and it is important. And it's also, I think it's good because like, obviously you can become really good friends with people, but, but right now developing friends in this phase of life is different. A lot of the people that knew us growing up or even our family members, they don't get it because they're like, wait, wait. What do you mean you're you're growing? Like this was my this was a lot in in with my with my mom. I, I also like wrote a book around it because it's it was just so wild. But like we were just really so different, and that was harder for her to understand than me. And I think it's because she couldn't control that, mm-hmm. and wanted us to be best friends and fought to make us best friends. But like you can't make that. I didn't have an energetic pull towards her based on lots of other reasons. I watched someone not take responsibility for themselves and their life and just blame other people. And I just knew, and, not, and just blame other situations and people and just, you know, even, even to the point of having kids, she would say like, I gave up my life for my kids. Right. And at first it was positive And then that turned really negative. And it's like, well, I don't want that. And so I just knew that going forward. Now I have friends that don't agree with me. They're like, I feel like you work too much or I feel like this. I'm like, well, that's good that you feel that way. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Right. I mean, it's aligning with my family. Yeah. Well, right. There are times I look at my vision board and I'm like, I get the little bit of that guilt. And then I'm like, okay, right. So then what am I going to do about that today? I worked really hard all morning. I have got to shut it down for the afternoon, set those boundaries. Right. 
Um, but yeah, I think community is key. And if you're feeling stuck in like your friend group, let's just even talk about friend group. You feel like you just can't talk openly and freely about something, then find groups like this because yeah. all of the people in either mine or Stacy's group, like we, you started out as strangers and you might become friends and that's fine, but you're going to become friends because you're opening up about, yeah, like sometimes things are hard and we just don't want to talk about it with the people that like really know us because they're well, going to think too, like, um, it's hard to meet other friends. Like it's hard. Like it's kind of like a dating site. We need like a mom, like a swipe left. You know what I mean? Like, we need, like, a mom date. We need to, like, trademark that and come up with it. But, like, even last night at Hockey, like, another a new little girl joined the team. Katie, if you're listening to this, I'm talking about you. But literally, a little girl joined the team. And I, like, knew that me and the mom clicked right off the bat. And I was like, you're my kind of people. You know what I mean? But, like, that doesn't happen often. And then she had friend requests me on Facebook. And I was like, you're a little Facebook stalker. And she's like, I, I liked your story. Like, But it was just funny because it's like that doesn't happen often where you like automatically just like click, have a great conversation with someone and like become basic friends. Right. It's more or less like, I don't really talk to the other people at like drop off. Like I just want to like get on with my business. Right. Like I'm not here to kind of make friends. So for a lot of women, it's really difficult. It's almost like taking a picture and you're like, what do I do with my hands? Like you're awkward. Right. So the point of me telling you this is Emily and I both have in-person communities of like days and coffee chats and virtual ones too, that you can get together. And it's just, it's just getting in the right rooms. And that's been something I've really been pushing um, lately is just getting in the room with people. Because even if you don't have the confidence or the belief in yourself to step out from where you are, we want you to borrow ours because we have so much evidence, not only that God is just working in our lives and through our lives and all of that, right? Like glory, glory to him. But it's like, it's more or less like we have the evidence that you don't need to know the outcome of whatever your situation is. You have to have the confidence, the confidence that like God already does. And that feels so good for other women to be around women who support them, who encourage them, who clap for them, who are just, I mean, in the energy, like it, I mean, talk about the energy in the room. Like when you get together with everybody and it's buzzing, like it's, it's so much fun and it's like, you don't want to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And I think that's, I think that's the biggest, that's the biggest piece of it is that Stacy and I aren't any better at, at anything. Right. Literally all we did was we took some action. That's like some, and I'm going to say some, you might think it's big. Maybe sometimes it, <clears throat> it's looked at as scary. Sure. We've both done some scary, <clears throat> excuse me, scary action, but we've taken some action steps that are like, uh, that makes me a little nervous. Like hitting send button, hitting, hitting purchase button. I'm like, Oh crap. I wonder if there's a return policy because everything I usually buy, I'm like, uh, I wonder if I can return that. Right. I can't, I'm not going to go back on myself. I put that down. I invested in that. And I was like, okay, now it's go time because I won't. And here's the thing, what you don't hear a lot of people say is once they start, you learn so much along the way that you never go back really to that other old mindset. And so that's what people I think are the most scared of. Like, like what, what is it? Joe Dispenza says like, what, what part of you is not coming along the way? Now, we all have fear, self-doubt, insecurity, and I don't know if people are out there not admitting to that, but I think we all do. We have The moms of us have mom guilt. Like, we have it. We just get to decide, and this is for all of us, not just me, not just Stacy, not just, you know, our mentors. All of us get to decide who's winning today, who's winning in this moment. Sometimes mom guilt and self-doubt wins. 
Okay. All right. Evaluate, learn, move on. Don't spend a lot of time there. Don't spend a lot of time in that negative energy. They're just there. It's like your ego trying to pull you back. Just take that and go, got it. You're showing up for me. You're always here. Fear, self-doubt, whatever. Give it a name. Uh, My friend Scotty on this last call, I think hers is called Felicia. Felicia's there to just, you know, ruin her life that day. And she just laughs about it. She's like, thank you for showing up for me. Gosh, you are a dedicated and devoted friend. Um, Self-doubt, right? You know, whatever it is. And that's really helped me because each one of these feelings that come up, which they do a lot, it's very, they're very minimal now. My heart doesn't race. I don't lose. And that's, you know, in my community and like, I have like CEO mama and all the things. It's like, we really work on the mindfulness of listening and understanding that like you have two voices in your head. You literally, I, I always say it's the Mary Kate and the Ashley. Like you remember those (laughs) little movies or maybe it was full house where it was like, I just remember her like being like a little devil, like a little enemy. Right. And then like a little angel and it was like, it was her, it was Michelle on Full House and she was like having to figure out which one she was going to listen to. And it's like, what a true depiction of our self-talk, you know? And I do think that when you invest in yourself, when you get in the room, when you do those things, it helps you rewire the paradigm shift. It helps you rewire what you're doing, what you're thinking, the moves that you're making. And honestly... It helps you jump into being able and feeling safe in the jump. Like it literally gives you that confidence that you need to actually do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is, it is sometimes just pressing the button. Sometimes and, it's just that. Well, yeah. And I think too is, is realizing that are you ready to not have that same story? Whatever story that you have right now that you're living in that you're like, I don't like this whatever it is, or it's not in alignment with me, or it's giving me all this anxiety or worry or whatever, are you ready to start changing the story? Because guess what? That's the scary part. You yeah. need to be, you need to be ready to be like, I'm done. Either wave the white flag or like go, go all in, ask for help, whatever it may be. But like, you have to determine, are you yeah. done? The thing is for me, I kept writing. This is what's funny. I, I should get the journals all out just to like physically show you. Cause I'm not making this up for like three or four years in a row. It was like, where do I want to be in a year from now or five years from now or whatever? All of it had to do is coaching and mentoring moms, 100%. I mean, nurses were in there too. So I also do that on the side, but it was coaching and mentoring moms and then, uh, and nursing and nurses. And I'm like, but I don't, I have no clarity around this. No, like, you know, what does that look like? What's it? What do I want to design it to be? But that I wrote that for so many years that I finally was just like, all right, 2023. Like, I don't want to write it again. I just want to do something around it. Thank for doing it. And just do like, I mean, and here's the other thing too, is not being afraid if it doesn't work out the way you planned it to. I stopped planning. I mean, again, like with the event, Stacey, I'm like, same thing. Okay, so the event was also three years in in the making in my head. I have designed this and envisioned it. It's It's literally almost turning out exactly the way I've envisioned it three years ago. But I didn't know all the people that were coming and that I'd meet along the way and the support I'd receive. It was going to be much smaller three years ago. I was like, I could probably do like, you know, like 20, 30 people. Well, one of my girlfriends earlier this year was like, when is this event? 
when is this event? And I was like, oh, this was like February. I'm like, oh, it was spring. Well, this is so important too, because I think so many dreams live in our head, right? That we're like, I kind of want to do this. I kind of want to do this. But we don't speak on them because we're fearful that like the person on the other end is going to judge us. But I love that she kept you accountable because then it's like, oh, I got to count. I got to call myself on my own BS and I actually have to like start doing it. So good for you for one, speaking it out, not holding it and like just sleeping with it every night, but telling someone that you felt safe with and then for her to keep you accountable. How awesome. Well, and here's the funny thing is I didn't tell anybody. I told this person and she's kind of like the master manifester, like she makes stuff happen. And I didn't tell anything until my husband about this event. I'm like, I'm going to do this event. Like, it's like Empowered Moms or something. I'm going to have, like, a little massage yeah. chair and some fun stuff. Yeah. It's great. It's going to be so much fun. And then I was like, I'm not doing that, like, every year uh, for three years. And then I finally was just telling my friend, I'm like, and you know, you know that God didn't put me in that conversation by coincidence. He's like, oh, she says it in front of this lady. But this lady's going to be like, so she literally said, when's your event? And I said, oh, well, it was going to be in the spring, 2023, but spring's like almost over. And she's like, okay, so when's your event? And I'm like, well, like, I guess the fall, but that's probably not a good time for everybody. So, um, and she goes, she just smiled. She goes, okay, I'll be waiting to hear the date. And I was like, yeah, darn you. Like, and then I did. We, we launched Empowered Moms in June. It was my smaller version. We launched in June? That's insane. In June. We launched in June. 30 people. And I just said, I have this crazy idea. And 30 people showed up, which was like sold out. But 15 people didn't show up. So I never said sold out because I was like minimizing it. And it was great. And I'm like, okay, so then I should be able to, that was the validation I needed that, okay, maybe 100 people would come with vendors and sponsors. And then that started flooding in. And yeah, there's ups and downs with that. All the feelings around it. But we, in this event, it's literally pouring back into the moms and us trying to find that little piece of ourselves that's missing. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, you could be an aspiring mom. It's like literally any and all moms. Someone were asking me like, do I have to be a mom? I'm like, well, I'm not checking ID at the door. If you, if you think you're meant to be in this room, then you ask you for your picture of your children. You really know. I don't know. It's for empowered women. Yeah. But it just goes along with the empowered moms. I love that. I think because a lot of moms, we lose a piece of ourselves after. So like, that's, that's why I really want, like most speakers are going to touch on that, but it's not going to be the majority of like, yeah, it's just going to be a feel good day to like get in the room with other women who are going places who want more for their life. Right. Yeah. And just to fill their cup. I think so many women, it's like, we're no matter if you have kids or not, it's like, you're a doer, you're a nurturer, you're taking care of someone, whether it's your coworkers or, you know, the people at church or your spouse or whatever. And it's like, you don't need to have kids to understand what it's like to be obviously like a mother, but a nurturer, you're doing the same thing just on a different level. Right. Cause when you become a mother, it's like, whoo, it's like life changes, right? Like you actually have to like keep somebody alive. <laughs> and So, yeah, I'm so excited. So tell us the date, tell us the details, and you'll be able to find all of this in the show notes. And then tell us where we can find you. Yeah. So the date is Sunday, October 22nd. It's from nine to four. It's an all day experience. Obviously we're also not checking that if someone had to leave early, you can bring kids if they're like a kid, if they're like attached to you. Right. So it's like a nursing mom or, you know, that type of thing, just, you know, excuse yourself if you need to. And then, um, 
We have 20 mom-owned business vendors that is like so exciting because these are women that, again, are also showing you it's possible and have some really fun goodies along the way. Swag bag, lunch, um, 12 like amazing speakers, Stacy being one of them. We are just so excited to have some more of these conversations in like a bigger group setting. Um, what else? Okay, you can find me. The best place to find me is on Instagram. So it's at Dr. Emily Jacobs and Stacy will put that in the notes. We do have the tickets are in the link in my bio. So if you don't know what that is, it's like literally there's like a clickable. One of my best friends is like, I don't know what that means. It's so hysterical. I'm like in this bio of Instagram, there's like a little thing. Um, or just DM me. I do actually write back. Like our, I am an actual physical person that will write you back. And I do care. So if you have any questions about the event, reach out to me. And um, we just really hope that if there's like this, even a tiniest bit about you that's curious, I really hope that you take that chance on yourself and show up. My very first event, I showed up very uncomfortable. I told you, sitting in the back row with my eight-week-old. And I was like, I don't know why I feel like I'm supposed to be here. And I only went for half the day because, like I said, my daughter was colicky and I had to leave. The impact I got in those first four hours were like, cool. I still remember them to this day. And actually, one of our speakers is coming and we're going to share that story, how I literally remembered her words from six years ago. And she reached out to me, how can I best support you? I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to come to my event? She's like, really? So it's just going to be really powerful. And um, we just, we hope that you, if you feel aligned, if you feel a little piece of you that it's curious about it, then come join us. Yes. We're excited to fill the room. We're excited to speak and fill up women because we know what investing in yourself can bring and do. And, you know, it's given us all the confidence in the world to just align with God and come into agreement with his plan and purpose, even if we don't know the next thing, you know what I mean? So we're hoping that this inspires someone in the atmosphere, someone on the podcast. And like she said, you guys can DM us um, for any details on the Empowered Moms event or any questions or takeaways, tag us and share. Um, Send it to a friend who might need to fill up and just feel like if she's in a transition or pivoting phase, then send it to her. And we just can't wait to see who this touches. And we're so appreciative of you guys until next time. Hey, wow. What a good episode. I would absolutely love if you shared with a friend or maybe even just tag me on Instagram at the Stacy crown in your story. So I can hear any of your aha moments or takeaways from this episode. If you're feeling called, I would absolutely love if you left me a review right here on Apple or Spotify, whichever one you're listening on. And lastly, would love to invite you into the space that I have made for women who want more and who just are called for more in life right on Facebook. It's called the She Is Called Community. You can find it right in the show notes. Thanks again so much for being a part of the She Is Called podcast. This all started as a little dream and now we're here. Talk soon.